0: Hey everybody, Ms. Kame here. I am your host on The Miss Kame Show. And I'm broadcasting live from the fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada today. And I have to tell you guys, my interview today is one that's highly anticipated. I think I've been waiting for this interview for about six years now, uh, since I had my nephew live in the studio with me out in uh, Bellevue when I was on KKNW. And so I want to welcome, give a warm, warm welcome to my fabulous, amazing nephew, Shamir Taj Azeem. Welcome to the show, Taj.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> you know, I remember six years ago when I was interviewing your sister on the Neskime mm-hmm. show, and you came into the studio with her, and I think that was your first on-air, uh, uh, appearance, your debut, I guess I would mm-hmm. say. And you spent, uh, several, several weekends, uh, in the studio with me, um, when I was in Washington on the air. Um, we've had such an amazing, amazing relationship as aunt and nephew. And so, uh, tell people, you know, tell people how old you are, what grade you're in, tell people a little bit about you, because people have been watching you from afar, uh, for all these years, uh, through my social media platforms and they hear all about you. So let's hear from the gentleman himself. Tell us a little bit all about right.
1: you. All right. Uh, my name is Taj, my real name, but my full name is Shami Taj Azim. I'm 15 years old. Um, I'm a gamer slash content creator and so, so, yeah, that's it right there. Ah. I have a fancy controller, so I, I'm pretty into <laughs> it, but yeah, that's who I am. What
0: grade
1: are you in? Um, I'm uh, a freshman going to sophomore year.
0: Oh my gosh. I remember uh, when I was a freshman, it was it was only like eight years ago. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Taj, you and I were having a conversation just, just personally as family members um, the other day. And mm-hmm. we were talking about uh, the coronavirus. Um, I am actually traveling to Washington. My husband and I, we are coming home after um, being away for for so long. And Mm -hmm. um, that is what uh, prompted me to actually bring you on the show. Right now today in America, our youth, our young adults, young men, young women such as yourself um, in your age group, they're in your grade, you guys are very vocal. You guys are the voice of our future. And um, you guys are actually speaking up um, across social media platforms, in the news. Um, I I have a a platform, Teen Vogue, that I connect with, and they are extremely vocal about uh, the things that are going on in our current climate today. And Mm -hmm. so I wanted to bring you on to the show and give you an opportunity to share your voice um, as the voice or one of the voices of our youth in America today. And so let's start with this. The coronavirus has happened. Um, you guys shut down quite early. When did when did Washington State uh, shut down? Do you remember?
1: Um, our schools like we, we went to uh, quarantine. Uh, like the last that we had school was on March twelfth. Right after that, when we had no school, and it was, it was supposed to be April twenty fourth until they canceled the whole year of school. And, um, now I did you have?
0: Was there was there a student in your school who had tested positive for the coronavirus?
1: There definitely was, and the the scary thing about that too is like, you know, you know, someone for sure has it. You don't know how many others have it. So, and I go to a pretty big school. There's about two thousand kids there, mm-hmm. so it's just it was just not safe. So I think it's really smart that they closed as soon as they could.
0: Right, right to protect everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so at the time, did you really understand what was going on? I mean, I know you're you're pretty intelligent, but did you really understand, you know, the severity of what was happening?
1: Well, I did understand like the reasoning for the school closing because the virus is airborne virus and it's just very easy to spread. There are people who are just not very educated on this type of stuff and they don't know how to really, you know, stop things like that from happening from spreading around so I think what they did their decision was probably best yeah definitely go along with it yeah but um I remember it being confusing when we would have one day like school and the next thing you know like a day off because someone around the area has a virus and they have to clean up the school so sure. it was just it was just a very awkward time in my life I've yeah. never gone through anything like this so <laughs> it's all new to me
0: Sure, sure. So were you yourself concerned about um, you know, getting sick or catching, you know, the coronavirus? Did you did you have those fears or concerns?
1: So a lot of my friends, uh, they're definitely overthinking about it because social media I, I feel like this kind of over exaggerated the whole thing it made it a lot more scary than it really is. Um, I was concerned, but once I you know, was educated on what it actually is and I was actually a lot more comfortable and like, I wasn't as terrified. And also like I come from a family where we're very clean people and we always wash our hands very frequently. So I, I think I'm pretty safe. It's yeah. just the people I'm around I have to be a little more careful. That's right. really all I had to watch out for.
0: Right, exactly. So how did you feel when they announced that school was closing for the rest of the year? Did you think that was appropriate?
1: I think it was appropriate. My only, you know, thing I was upset about is just I enjoyed freshman year. So I like really <laughs> hate to see it go by that quickly. It was first year of high school and it was already over and I was like, well, yay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So but I think it was the best decision though, hands down.
0: Yeah. And why why best. why was it the best decision in your in your opinion?
1: Um, because if school is still open, uh, for the rest of the year, I think the number will just keep going up. Like I said, our school is huge. You know, there's 2,000 kids there. And a lot of them, like I said, aren't also educated on this type of thing. And people who just aren't really thinking about, you know, what they're really doing, you know, things just keep getting worse and worse. And I felt like um them closing actually made a big difference.
0: Sure. For sure. Sure, sure. sure. So... Um, how has you, how how have you and your family kind of navigated around uh, the virus? You know, can you share with us like how your other family members were impacted? Like what happened like with their jobs and how they, how you, I, how you responded as a family?
1: Mm-hmm. So my parents, uh, my mom is in the furniture industry and then my dad uh, owns his own business. He does a, he owns a moving truck and they work a good amount of hours like they work a lot and they also didn't want to catch the virus because they're a little older and they were definitely more scared than I was so they became a lot more cautious and uh a little more a little extra about it because you know social media <laughs> like I said it, it was over exaggerated and I think when I told them about the whole thing I showed them everything they were kind of a little scared like actually scared so um yeah, I'll give you an example. The other day, um, I came home playing pool with my dad, and he makes us, like, put our phones on the table and he disinfects them, like, right before we even, like, use them again. We wash our hands first thing when we get home. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, because we use our phone a lot. Like, we're always touching our phone. So, it's yeah. good that we disinfect it. Correct. But, yeah, they definitely have been doing what I've been doing, too. They're definitely, you know, trying to be as clean as possible.
0: Right. And well, so... As well. How, how, were, how were their jobs affected um, by the coronavirus? Were their jobs affected as well?
1: So both of them didn't work for the couple months that we were in quarantine. My mom's job opened up like towards the end and they got like limited hours. But um, at her job, they uh, put up like like window panes at each like uh, station. So for example, she's a sales rep. So at her computer desk, um, she has a glass window. So when her customer is like there, there's like, you know, they're not really in contact at all. And they're also required to wear a mask. And then my mom wears gloves if she feels like she needs to. So yeah. they're very cautious. And same thing with my dad's job. On every move he does, he wears a mask 100%. Mm-hmm. And then um, he'll wear gloves if he feels like he needs to. But yeah much holidays, masks and gloves.
0: Right, right. And so let's talk a little bit more about that, because yesterday when, when we were talking, the, the, the issue of masks came up, and you mm. had a, a very strong opinion about it. And so um, share, share, share with our audience how you feel about uh, the masks. Now, <laughs> excuse me, in Washington, as well as in Nevada, masks are not required uh, by patrons or guests. Uh, many mm-hmm. retail establishments, as you shared uh, with your mother's job, they, wear, they are required to wear masks, and she wears gloves if she feels the need to, um, mm-hmm. as well as here in Nevada. Um, employees in most locations and most places that are open for business, they are actually wearing uh, masks and or gloves, if not both, as well. And so, um, what's your opinion on it? How do you feel? Like, there are some people who just refuse to wear masks. There are people who don't want to wear the mask. There are people who talk about, you know, it's uncomfortable. They don't like how they breathe in the mask, you know, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. And so, Mm -hmm. what's your opinion about it? What do you think?
1: So, my opinion on the mask is that I think everything's opening up now. Malls are opening up. Uh, restaurants are opening up, everything's really opening up, and from what I've been watching lately is the rates of the virus have been going up. And I feel like the people are coming in contact with it again. and I was at the mall a couple of days ago and I bought a pair of shoes, and the lady who was helping us out at the cash register wasn't wearing gloves and wasn't wearing a mask, so she was handling money with her bare hands and had no protection when she was in contact with people at all whatsoever. And Mm -hmm. I feel like masks should be required at every, you know, job or every place. or it should be a curfew at that point because I feel like masks are, like, a big way to prevent, you know, you being in contact with the virus, along with gloves. So I think Mm -hmm. masks and gloves should be required, 100%. Yeah.
0: And so I found myself in the grocery store or in a store. And uh, my husband and I wear masks when we go out and I pass by people who don't have masks on and I feel this sudden urge to say something to them (laughs) about, you know, why aren't you wearing a mask? You know, not just to protect myself, but to protect you um so have you have you had those experiences like when you were dealing with the lady um that was selling you your shoes did you feel almost kind of compelled to say something
1: um i wanted to say something but uh, i just kind of went along with it but i've seen people at the mall literally shoot people nasty looks when they're not wearing a mask like there's this one whole family of people, they're all wearing masks, and then there's this one group of Asian people walking by, and they saw them a nasty look, not because they're Asian, but because they weren't wearing a mask, because they're, they want to be protected, they don't want to, you know, come in contact with, them. they want to be as safe as possible, so right. uh, I, I've definitely had experience with that, I've seen it with my own eyes, it's, <laughs> it's a real thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, so what would you say to any other adult, um, any other young adult who, you know, is really taking the position that they don't want to wear a mask, that they don't think that it's going to make a difference, especially if they're, you know, maintaining social distancing. What would you say to that?
1: I would say that be smart about what you're doing. Like, you know, maybe you might not be as at risk as you are with other people, but not only that, you have to protect yourself and protect others, and wearing a mask with gloves is, like, the two of the biggest ways you can, you know, Protect yourself and protect others. It definitely reduces the chances of you catching the virus or others catching the virus. And if a mask is really uncomfortable, find other ways. There's you know bandanas. There's other things you can do. You know we're we're all smart. You know we all have brains. We just gotta use them. We gotta do.
0: That's right. That's right. So. I think masks are so important. You know, it definitely, you know, minimizes the risk. I I will also say to our audience and those who are watching, um, even though you're wearing gloves, there's a proper way to use gloves. And just right. because you have gloves on doesn't mean you don't have to uh, use hand sanitizer or you don't have to wash your hands. Um, the hand washing and the, you know, the hand, and or the hand sanitizer, is something that uh, should be implemented uh, definitely without gloves and even with gloves. Um, so I just want to make that point clear. You know, if you touch something, if you have gloves on and you touch something, you should sanitize your hands or wash them. If you, um, you know, like you, you were saying, uh, Taj, that we pick up our phone, right? And our, we're touching our phone, we're on our phones all the time, we're touching everything, we're touching our phone you know, so many germs can be transmitted or passed (laughs) through our our own cell phone, right? Right. So if you're wearing gloves, if you're not wearing gloves, you know, definitely washing your hands and also using hand sanitizer um, will definitely minimize the risk as well. So make sure you understand how to properly properly wear and use your gloves uh, during this time for sure. Um, I want to move on now to, you know, more, more of a, well, not more of an important topic, but, but another important topic (laughs) in our conversation.
1: There you go. So
0: there's been a lot going on in the city of Seattle in downtown Seattle with, uh, peaceful protests recently. And, um, you guys don't live in Seattle. You live a little bit further North. So you're not necessarily, Mm -hmm. you know, hearing it or seeing it every day. But are you aware of uh, the things that are going on downtown Seattle, the the protests that are happening?
1: Uh, I'm very aware. I have friends who are participating in peaceful protests and they are standing up with the movement and they're using their voice. They're wanting to make a difference. Because we are all very upset and very angry at what's happening outside of our you know, roots, and it's just a sad reality we live in, and we just can't live with that no more. It's not fair, it's not right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and you're referring to uh, the murder of George Floyd, the recent- Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, just um, the Black Lives Matter movement, all that.
0: Yeah, yeah, very, very important. So, you know, let's share your perspective. You know, I really wanna hear you know, your opinion and how you feel about, um, you know, the George Floyd situation and, you know, the, the police use of excessive force without getting into too much detail. Of course, I don't want anything, you know, to be controversial in our interview, but mm-hmm. I just want to hear, you know, your opinion. How, how do you feel? What's your opinion surrounding, um, the protests as they relate to, uh, the murder of George Floyd?
1: So... I feel like they're protesting for not only Black Lives Matter, but for police brutality. And I stand with that because people who are, you know, given those badges, those people just have more power than others. And I feel like those people aren't responsible with that much power given. And I feel like when someone has more power than others, you know, they feel like they can do anything. They feel like they're the shit, basically. And uh, I not. it's not right it's just not how it is because we're all equal you know we're all human beings and we should you know take someone else's life just because you can pretty yeah. much and yeah. that's how I feel about it and it's really sad to think about it because that's just not the human way that's mm-hmm. just not how we were made to be at all
0: mm-hmm. so there, there are some people, um, on social media, who, uh, feel, or it is their opinion, that, you know, George Floyd was a, a quote-unquote career criminal, right? You know, mm-hmm. he committed crimes in the past, and was allegedly in, in the act of committing a crime, um, the day of his murder, and there are people who strongly believe that anyone who has committed a crime, um or anyone that could potentially be labeled as a career criminal uh, essentially has no rights um there have mm-hmm. people there are people who have said you know that George Floyd did not deserve the the Angel wings mural that was painted in his honor. Um, there have been people who have said that he did not deserve you know to be... Uh, profiled in media that he should have never had three funerals that he should have never been get buried in a gold casket. I mean, the list goes on and on and on mm-hmm. about, you know, the details about it. Right. Right. And so I, I, have a very strong opinion about humanity and everyone be treating be tr- being treated as a human being and being uh, respected. And right. Uh, feel very strongly about that, regardless of somebody's criminal background. And um, I have a little analogy that I want to share um, after I hear your opinion. Um, but what would you, you know, what are your opinions about that? Uh, the people saying, you know, that that George Floyd, you know, deserved less or didn't deserve, you know, what has happened um, because of his, you know, potential, you know, background. What What would you say about that?
1: Well, did he do bad things? Yeah, he probably made some bad choices in his life. At the end of the day, he isn't having less rights than anyone else. He shouldn't have any less rights because he's committed crimes in his life. People who commit crimes daily, they still have the same rights. They do. And I I, honestly, all of it, I feel like the reason why he was murdered, uh, I don't think it was because as a black man. I don't think I honestly don't believe that. I feel like it's because people who have those badges are just given so much power. And that's where I feel like that's the main cause of why he was killed. Because that policeman had that much power. He was willing to do that. Nothing was stopping him.
0: Right. And nothing was going to stop him.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I see it as classic bullying behavior. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the definition of, of bullying, um, w- which workplace bullying is a huge platform of mine and has been for several years. Um, mm-hmm. And to me, I see, you know, yes, there's racism. Yes, definitely, you know, we is, yeah. racism, um, you know, every day. Um, but it is a it's classic bullying behavior. It's somebody who is taking their position of, of power and authority and and abusing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, I mean, and the telltale signs of it are in that video of that police officer. I mean, you, you know, you almost kind of basically described what I was seeing when I saw that video. That, you know, I'm the police mm-hmm. officer and this is what I'm doing and who's gonna do anything about it. Kind of, right. you know, kind of a look. So um, the whole career criminal aspect, you know, I, I actually had a conversation with a, a young lady um, regarding that specific topic. And um, who felt very strongly, you know, that people that commit crimes, you know, are are not no longer human or they're not entitled to, you know, other human rights um, that people who don't commit crimes um, are entitled to. And I use the scenario about uh, speeding (laughs) because anybody that knows me who has known me for any length of time um, knows that I have actually been ticketed, uh, for speeding and have been ticketed for speeding, um, many times, um, over the last, you know, 30 years of me driving. And I could, you know, very easily be considered, you know, a quote-unquote, uh, career criminal because of, you know, my speeding, uh, past, I guess. And I even speed today, Um, you know, I don't know how many people do, but I definitely, uh, speed, um, and it essentially it's against the law. And so right. anytime somebody knowingly, you know, commits a crime, like the, the level of the crime or the degree of the crime, like, does it really matter? You know, are we really measuring the crime? Um, because right. certainly, you know, speeding isn't necessarily, you know, it's not judged as bad as somebody committing murder. But if we're looking at it from a, you know, like a, a level playing field, like breaking the law is breaking the law, period. And so it, it, it is unfortunate that we are often judged from our past, right? Mm-hmm. So what would you, you know, what would you say to other young adults? You know, like I, I have conversations with you all the time. And I tell you, you know, what you do today, you are going to be held accountable for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you know, any, anything that happened yesterday is going to carry you know, forward with you um, into your future. So you have to take accountability and responsibility for the, the decisions that you're making because right. we live in a society that, that, that does that, that it essentially mm-hmm. will judge you from the things of your past. So what would you say to other young adults you know, about that topic,
1: or would you, do you have anything to say about it at all? Um, well, I'm only 15, so I still have a lot more life left ahead of me, you know, <laughs> to, for those experiences, but um, for the ones who have, like, you know, done stuff they shouldn't be doing, you know, just be smart about it. I feel like you should do what's more beneficial towards you, towards your future, and what's going to make you most happy. That's, like, kind of the three things I kind of put into, like, my decisions in my life, but um try to stay away from committing a crime I think that's your best bet it's just logically the answer yeah Yeah. I don't I just can't see myself putting me in a position where I would commit a crime and I don't see a benefit of doing such a thing you know
0: right right so um in closing you know just to kind of wrap up what we've talked about the peaceful protests that are going on Mm -hmm. um we, we have, you know, people who are protesting, like you said, you have some friends of yours who are actually protesting now. Right. And, um, you know, unfortunately, there are, you know, some other things that are happening um, on the same, you know, in the same calendar as the peaceful protests. So well, how do you feel about peaceful protesting? Um, you know, do you think that it's a good idea, a bad idea, you know, what's your take on the, um, you know, the looting and the vandalism that's going on, you know, kind of on, on the backside of, of the protests, and what, what do the protests mean to you? Like, I know you've seen them, you've seen them on social media, what, what does it mean to you as a young adult male, and you are a male of, you are a man of color, um, your, your history and your nationality, your, your father is, uh, from Pakistan, and your mother is Sicilian, Italian, and Hawaiian, um, mm-hmm. so you you are a man of color. So, what does it mean to you when you see it?
1: Um, well, I believe that we all believe the same blood; therefore, we're all human beings, and therefore, we shouldn't be treated differently because one person's a darker shade than the other, and so on. Doesn't matter what color you are, doesn't matter what nationality you are, we're all equal. And I definitely go along with the Black Lives Matter movement. I definitely, you know, support what people are protesting. What I don't support are the people who are taking advantage of the situation and are taking things from other people, from other companies, such as looting. I I disagree with that 100%. And the people who are looting are people who have nothing to lose. It's mostly people who are homeless or people who are you know broke or that's just the reality of it and I think that's stupid because first of all they're stupid for being doing that um I've seen on social media uh, an apple store being looted and it was a post about the iphone having a message saying return the phone back to the store the phone being tracked so it's like <laughs> people they're taking advantage of the situation they're not really thinking about it they're not supporting anything the only thing they're supporting are their beneficial like selves like they're only wanting to benefit themselves pretty much yeah and I disagree with that I 100% don't go along with that but I do stand with the Black Lives Matter movement and if I was you know able to you know participate in a peaceful protest I most certainly would I would definitely want to stand up for what's right 100%
0: do you think that People that are pe- protesting peacefully. Do you think that they that there's a, that there, there's a risk to it? Do you think that they're risking their freedom, their life? Um, you know, risking possibly getting you know shot by the police. Do you think there's risks to it?
1: There's definitely risk, in it. like I said, those people wearing badges have more power than us. So, just by giving command, they'll do what they gotta do. Um, by whatever they're commanded to do. But um, I believe in saying what's right, you know. I, I don't believe in being controlled, you know, having a lower value in society. I feel like we're all equal. We're all human beings. Why should we treat treated differently? It's because one has more power than another. I don't believe in that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Such a good interview. Such good yeah. insight <laughs> from um, um, such a young, young um, intelligent man that is headed for greatness. I mean, with an aunt like me, who could expect anything less, right?
1: <laughs> you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> so um, in closing, you know, what what message do you want to be heard today from Taj? Um, for your schoolmates or your peers or, you know, your parents or, you know, maybe in a few years when you're, job searching and going on a job interview and someone comes across this interview of you and I, you know, what message do does Taj want to share about humanity, about us all being equal and us all being treated the same? What do you want to say about it?
1: Well, one thing is one kind of analogy I can, you know, Put together. So, if you think about a dog or a cat, it's different type of breeds, different types of you know species, whatever. They're different colors, whatever. At the end of the day, a dog is still a dog, no matter if it's a German Shepherd or it's a Chihuahua. It's still a dog. I'm not saying we're like exactly you know a dog, but at the same time, we're all the same species. We're all humans. And just because you're from a different nationalities, doesn't mean we should be treated any less or any greater. And I also do believe um, that people should be more mindful of others, to be more empathetic, but also should stand for what's right and stand for what they believe in, but have to understand that we're all human beings. We all should be treated equally. We all bleed the same blood. We're not any different. We all come from the same, you know, genes, all of that. (laughs) We all all got hands, we all got feet. Maybe not, but at the end of the day, we all breathe oxygen. Like, we're all the same. Yeah. what I'm trying to say. But also, um, going back to what I'm saying, being more mindful, try to look at things from a different perspective. Look at things from other people's perspectives so that you can be more educated on what's going on so that you have more understanding. I feel like people aren't educated enough on what's really going on. Yeah. And when they really know what's happening, then that's when, you know, you actually start making the decision to support. So first of all, educate yourself. Yeah.
0: And, you know, to kind of expand on that point, you know, your, your father comes from a different culture than your mother. And Mm -hmm. it's a learning experience, right? Um, You know, your, your dad being from Pakistan, it has given our family an opportunity to learn a new culture to learn the belief Mm -hmm. systems and, you know, the, the, the faith based practices of their culture and their belief system, as well as it has given your father and his family members an opportunity to learn from from your mother's side of the family and our American uh, culture um, Mm -hmm. and our faith-based practices and belief systems as well. So if we can come together as human beings, as humanity, And like you said, you know, we've got German shepherds and we've got, uh, you know, boxers and we have pit bulls and we have Pomeranians, Mm -hmm. but they're all the same species. We are all human beings and we can learn from each other. We can embrace each other. We can, uh, you know, have compassion and empathy within our hearts as humans. And right. uh, and really be open to you know learning about the different species of human mm-hmm. beings. Such a great point. Such a great point, Taj. Thank you so much for making that and closing out this great interview with me. I so of appreciate course. you taking time out of your day. I know you. I've interrupted your gaming time uh, to to you know get your perspective on the things that are going on. So I'm mm-hmm. so grateful and so appreciative. Um, I will see you in a few days. We are on our way uh, to Seattle this weekend. It's my husband's birthday, so we will be celebrating with friends and family in Seattle. We're so very excited. Uh, can't wait to see you, Boo. I love you so much. Have a great day. Me too, Meme. We'll see you soon. Have a great Bye. day. I love you.
1: I love you too. Bye. Bye.
0: Okay, I stopped recording.